The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand of Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a wonderful Wednesday edition of Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys, and here from the SWBC studios at the Star in Frisco as we preview the Cowboys' defense against that Chicago Bears offense. Today it's week eight of the NFL season, and the Cowboys are at five and two, and they welcome in the Bears coming up Sunday to try and get to six and two at AT&T Stadium with Patrick Dosey Walker. I. Stand back. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Fantastic. I feel very, very bright today, Kyle. Why is that? You look very bright today. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I have my I have my sunglasses in my bag. Should I pull them out? These are transitions. It's kind of hard to look I at. I have on transitions, mm. and they're starting to kind of dark. Are they? Dur- yeah. Hello, y'all see it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's a little bright. Shine bright like a diamond. Hey. For those of you that listen to the audio, he's wearing a bright highlighter yellow it's shirt. It's neon day at my kid's school today, so I figured I'll participate. Too. I like that. Like that? It's it's organ neon. No, no, don't do, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Nah, for, an, nah, uh, nah. for a fellow Pac-12 nah, guy, that's fighting that. words. Don't do that. Don't do that at all. This is, nah. this is Seattle Supersonics neon, okay? Don't you dare throw Oregon in there. You got that there. neon uh, no. organ. No, uh, don't you bring up Oregon. Oregon is a bad word. Those are Nike heart. shoes you have on, right? Okay, you know what? Phil Knight is something totally different. <laughs> okay, same color. He does have highlighter yellow Nike shoes on. Yeah, Kind of yeah. like Uh-oh. Oregon? No, no nothing like Oregon. I have friends that I don't know, Oregon. Man. I don't really care for them when they wear their uniform. Mm-hmm. I, it's just Oregon is just one of those teams. Oregon and Washington State is just like I it just it. makes you cringe. I get like it. if you're in front of me and you yeah. have an Oregon sticker or a Washington, sticker, you might want to get out the way. Because yeah. if I had like a, if I had one of those, <laughs> if I had one of those freaking what, what's the name of the show? Crashing cars are illegal. No, I'm not crashing cars. <laughs> I just always imagine like if I, I, I that I could have a car that had like a blow dart and I could just. And it's like just make your tires go flat. Like I would do that. You would I do could. it. Yeah. Have a little. You have like a James Bond. James car. Bond. That's what I couldn't think yeah. about. James, if I had a James Bond car and you're in front of me with an Oregon freaking sticker on your car, I, you're getting blow darted. Mm. Like Ace Ventura style. Three darts is too much. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm, in the I was looking to troll you at some point whenever Washington and Washington State play, yeah. and I was just gonna wear like a Washington State do shirt that. and not not do like that. No, not even we would we would definitely it. wrestle that day. Would we? Oh yeah, we would wrestle. We would wrestle. DDT. Might have to do it now. No, that, I, but they play on Thanksgiving week, relate. so it's we don't even have a ton of shows. That's like okay. it's just kind of walking up to me saying those two words, the the R and the T word. The roll tide. That ooh. one. I just ooh. What do they fight for? The sure. Apple Bowl or something? Like that? <laughs> what is the that? Apple the, Cup? Yeah, apple we'll, Cup? We'll, Did you ever win the we'll Apple talk Cup? About, yeah, uh, of course. Championship game losers. Let's talk about the Cowboys. Ooh, okay. I like it. Uh, we do have some news and notes to get to because there was a lot that happened yesterday. We had new, after we wrapped. After we were done. <laughs> after we wrapped. Well, I mean, we, we got done from here. I'm glad they listened to us in the front office. I'm really happy that the front office think, takes the time every day to listen to Talking Cowboys. You know what I'm saying, Kawhi? I mean, because the, the wisdom and the knowledge that we drop, the science that we drop, science. I mean, it's something that you should definitely listen to and digest because you probably should can utilize this to make front office moves. Wouldn't you say there? No, see? I agree. I agree. So 
yesterday we were filming Hit Sticks. You can go and watch it mm. today on, on DallasCowboys.com. And right at the end, the question of the day, which gave away a copy of Madden, uh, it was if there was a if there was a wish list mm-hmm. if there was a position you could trade for what would it be and I asked that to Isaiah I think Isaiah's got a hotline to the front office I think that's what we're not being told here I think he's got the one that 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 quick little hotline mm-hmm. to go to go to the Jones family and say hey listen I want a big beefy defensive tackle that can stop the run put a bug in the rear oh it looks like something like that happened because that's exactly what he said on hit sticks he said i want a big beefy defensive tackle that can stop the run and got you one. not but 30 minutes later the cowboys went out and got one got you one obviously that's that's the headline that carried yesterday it's going to carry today and it's going to carry until uh i mean going forward basically sure. jonathan hankins former second round pick of the rival new york giants mm. cowboys fans should know jonathan hankins very well from his time spent in new york with big blue in tandem with damon snacks Harrison, um, that run-stopping duo, half of them is now here in Dallas. And, uh, he's, <laughs> that means there's two of them. <laughs> there you go. 6'3", um, 340 pounds of football-playing human about to be dropped in the middle of the defensive line for Dan Quinn. The rich get richer. That is likely and expected to help shore up the arguably the only weakness on this defense. And there's is, no ramp-up period There's needed. no ramp-up. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, yesterday someone on Twitter uh, kind of not equated it, but they had a question. They said, well, is this similar to the Don Terry Poe signing? No, it's not because Poe was coming off of a torn quad. There was an offseason that he needed rehab and recovery and he needed to ramp up. It's not even the Jason Peters situation in that Jason Peters didn't have any training camp or needed to ramp up or anything like that. Hankins, he had 30 combined starts over the last two seasons for the Las Vegas Raiders, and he was active in five of their seven games this season. So he's ready right off the tarmac. Right. So he's mm. he's expected to come in here. You know, he's already passed the physical. The transaction was made official on yesterday. Um, so he could be in practice as early as today. Cowboys are hoping to get him on the field against the Bears, the Bears team that ran for over 240 yards uh, against the New England Patriots. So, yeah, no coincidence for the timing. What a move by the front office, though. Yeah. Right. Not only do you address your need, I but like what, did you, what did you lot. give up? What did you give up? Nothing. Sixth. A six, but then you got, you got seven. back a seven for next year. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they traded a six for a seven. Exactly. Yeah. Great Finesse. job by the front office. Finesse. Great, great job. Finesse. I, I think this is the type of position or type of move that around the league we've sat here on this show many times and said, oh, man, why, why couldn't we have yep. made that move? Why didn't we make that move? Why didn't we go get that guy? We could have given up a six. We could have given up a fifth-round pick. Are you kidding me? This is one of those moves where it's like, oh, okay, we did it. <laughs> That's yeah. it. This but, is great. This is li- literally the only glaring weakness that you had on your defense. Yeah. And I've been sitting here beating my chest about it and just trying to drive it home. Like, there's, you have to address the run. You can pat yourself on the back and, and, and sugarcoat it all day long. Teams that can run the ball will run the ball <laughs> against the Dallas Cowboys. You don't want to pass yeah. against the Dallas Cowboys. So if you have the, the capacity and the personnel to run the ball, guess what you're going to do? Run it. You're going to run it. It's right. So as a Dallas Cowboys, if you can't always force a team into a passing situation, which they necessarily haven't been able to do aside for the fourth quarter of last game, then you're going to have to find a, a, re, a, a resolution for it. And this was the resolution. Go out there and find you a big dog who's proven as of late – not as of they're not back right. in the day in their not career, in the but as of late, like as of like a week ago, yes. they they can stop the run and you bring them on your team and you give up hardly anything for it because and he's only thirty years old. 
He's only 30 years old. He He's not, you know. Last year of his contract, right? Right. Yep. There you go. And, and, but wait. There's, there's more. more. Well, can we, I want to ask this question because I'm glad you brought up Don Terry Poe mm-hmm. because that's really the fresh thing on people's mind in terms of acquiring a veteran defensive tackle. Right. Don Terry Poe, Don Terry Poe. And I want to talk about Neville Gallimore at some point too and, and where he kind of fits into this equation. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, but with, with Poe, like you said, it was a completely separate situation. But should the expectations for Hankins be tempered a little bit or is this an immediate plug play? You feel good about it, and let's let's keep on rolling because it, it, it's always tough coming into a tough situ- or a new situation. However, stopping the run is stopping the run in in Las Vegas, the same as it as it is in Dallas, right? Here's here's what I would say to that. Don Terry Poe had um, extenuating circumstance that should have given you pause, and in, in the moment. You, you could have justifiably, justifiably been excited about it. I was excited about it in the moment, but I also took pause because coming off of the quad injury, so forth yeah. and so on, is he going to get back to that? We just mentioned that Hankins is ready off of the tarmac. He's played games this season, several games this season. And I mentioned it in, in the article on the dot-com yesterday about the move. He's not going to be tasked with playing a lot of reps like you're not ask, right you're not asking a lot of Hankins <laughs> which is a different situation than what you were asking from Don Terry Poe who is in the same free agency hall as Gerald McCoy those two guys were supposed to come <sighs> in and help be the saviors of the defensive line at that point as far yeah. as the interior and helping out on the edge this is a situation where you have a 30 year old with with a lot left a lot of tread left on his tires he's coming in to a very deep rotation of yep. talent. And we'll get to Neville Gallimore in a second, but you're also talking about o- Osa, Odigizua. You're talking about another building of a man in Quentin Bohanna that he's going to be tasked with rotating. Chauncey Ghoston. So, uh, you know, it's a situation right now where you get first and second down out of Hankins, and then you hook him, right, until it's time to, to put him in there for another run defense. And I think those limited reps and that limited expectation – will allow him to stay fresh longer. It will allow him to be more impactful because you're not asking a ton. So, I mean, the only thing that's similar between he and Don Terry Poe is the fact they play the same position. Okay. That's 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 basically it. That makes me feel so much better about this whole situation. (laughs) Not saying that I was comparing Hankins to Poe. Completely different players in terms of what they do similarly. But, like I said, Isaiah, where does Neville Gallimore fit into that fold? Because inactive last week, why, why was he inactive again? There was a health issue that cropped up. He was medically cleared medically. by Mike McCarthy and Stephen okay. Jones, but because there was a, a health issue that cropped up, he was it was it came down to a coach's decision, which was basically a less than one hundred percent Neville Gallimore or a one hundred percent Tristan Hill, because Carlos Watkins had just been signed from the practice squad to the active Elevated. roster for run defense, mm-hmm. which was kind of a hint at you know making the move for Hankins. So I know that the timing of it. People yeah. are connecting dots and saying, well, is this the writing on the wall for Neville Gallimore? I'm more of the, the mindset. I wonder how this impacts a guy like Carlos Watkins, who's not subject to waivers just yet before the trade deadline. And they probably feel that they can get him back on the practice squad. Now, they don't need um, to make that move just yet because Jordan Lewis is going to go to IR. So let's swap Lewis with Damone Clark, who might be activated today. Got it. Uh, and then well, let's go is on IR. So you got a spot. But if they're really pressed about it, I'm more so looking at, Watkins versus Gallimore. I think Gallimore, oh, I know Gallimore and Hankins are two different players. They yeah. do two different things, two different assignments. Yeah, but it doesn't hurt to have a lot of a lot of grown men sitting up there. Yeah, the more the merrier. Yeah, I mean, right. you start thinking about 
if you get your, you know, we talk about this bend but don't break defense, right? So if you face a team that is has some kind of effect on the ground game, they're able to work this thing down into the red zone, back you up into the black zone where you actually your back is literally against the goal line. It's nice to be able to call upon, you know, the and just call these guys yeah. in there. Hey, Gallimore, <laughs> hang in. Like, oh, that sound yeah, exactly. Bring yeah, them exactly. all in. Bring them all in. Yeah, just, just and that's when the big dudes just yeah. <laughs> and they come oh. out there and you see nothing but 340, 320. <laughs> it's my nice sign. To, it's nice to have those options down there because it's you know. It's a literal wall. Yeah. It's a literal wall on the interior because you know that teams can't beat you on the outside with right. your speed. So it's it's you're literally just saying, okay, where are we weak at? Okay, boom. And we talked I talked about it in terms of like the 300. When you think about the movie 300 and they, all the guys have their little shields <laughs> up, right? Everybody works. <laughs> together, there's no cracks, right? But that one person, that one person creates a little weakness. Oh, that's the crease right there. Let's and then attack you get that. behind him. Yeah, then you can, that's it. Leonidas warned of this. That's it. He Leonidas did. warned of he this. Did. He said we are only as strong as, as, as the unit. Yep. Oh, man, I'm so glad that we've brought up 300 references on this show. Absolutely. This is phenomenal. I love I, movie. This is my favorite. Yeah. All right. Uh, outside of... going to show you that God's bleed with his defense. <laughs> He's going to show you that, <laughs> that a God you. king can bleed. <laughs> I like it. All right, there was some other news, though, out uh, there. Absolutely. Um, we also saw the Cowboys not long before they made the trade for Jonathan Hankins. They brought on um, Sheffield, Kendall Sheffield, to the practice squad to help with the depth at nickel corner specifically. Obviously, we just mentioned the loss of Jordan Lewis. He's expected to go to IR. It might happen as early as today. Um, so, you know, it's still going to be Deron Bland getting the headline there. You're going to see Kelvin Joseph fighting with rep, fighting for reps with Nashawn Wright, who's expected to get his first active game time uh, this Sunday against the Chicago Bears. But Kendall Sheffield, former fourth-round pick of guess who the Atlanta Falcons and guess who was the head coach at that time? It was one guy named Dan Quinn. Yeah. Um, so he knows him. Yeah, oh. knows him quite well, which is going to help him acclimate to a system that he has already played. He's a Dan Quinn guy. He's a Dan Quinn guy. Oh. He yeah. played 700 snaps with Dan Quinn in 2019, another 525 in 2020 with Dan Quinn, and then after Dan Quinn left in 21, he only had 53 snaps. So he's, he's quite a Dan literally Quinn a guy. Dan Quinn guy. He's only <laughs> he's exclusively <laughs> a Dan Quinn guy. Yeah, quite literally. You, you want him to be Fowler 2.0 and not Keanu Neal 2.0. Uh-huh. As, mm. That's that's because it could go either way. But again, in Dan Quinn, I trust. Right until further notice. <laughs> in Dan Quinn, I he's trust. Well, and he's he's supposed to be a depth in practice squad guy, right? Correct. Because you're going to elevate the guys yeah. you already have, which is different from what Keanu Neal was. Expecting and he'll come in and he'll he'll compete for a practice squad spot and maybe compete to try and get on the active right. roster, but. At the same time, you know who you have out right. there. It doesn't really change a whole lot. And, and to, to be fair to Keanu Neal, he wasn't just brought in to, to help get some of those starter reps, but he was brought in at a change of position. Right, so they were looking to Switching flex him. him between linebacker and whatnot. So that was a lot to put on this plate, especially a veteran who had been in the league so long. So that experiment didn't go well, but we we have to admit that it was an experiment, okay. which yeah. is different from Sheffield practice squad guy. He's coming in to do exactly what he's been doing for Dan Quinn and the Falcons. I have previously. a question now. Yeah, this is just just for giggles. Okay, okay. That's a word that usually comes before that, but yeah, I was um, about to say, what was the what's the hole uh, for it? I just went past that part. Uh, <laughs> We're a family show, exactly guys. Hooping giggles. <laughs> uh, now that you picked up Hayden, okay, now that you got the big fella in the middle, if you were to sign one other position or trade or trade, this came okay. up in media mass yesterday. What would make this defense unstoppable? If you were to add one more piece on defense. Where do you, now, where do you add it though? I'm just asking a question. Oh. Well, see, and, okay, just so, because you so, added one D lineman, do you no. feel like your your run game is automatically just just secure? I think it's 
it, it, it's as close as it can be because it wasn't bottom of the league in run defense. Right, so but, it, does, but, does, but do you feel like we line up like nobody can run the ball on us? Do you feel that I, right I now? I have to no. see Hankins. I can't say that yet. I have to. I don't see feel Hankins. that way. I don't feel that way either. I, I mean, I think I think it helps. Yeah, it helps. Yeah, and, and it helps. From and, and look at the, you know, where the the tide line was. Right again, you're not saying it helps upgrade a 32nd ranked I hear you. run defense. You're, but, you're so, so what, what position would you add on defense? It, I, I don't have an answer for that. And but here's why I don't have an answer for that. It's because. You put Hankins in. Prior to the Hankins move, it was, you know, we got to do something to stop the, uh, to shore up the run defense. Okay, you're going to get Hankins, right? He's proven. He's big. All right. So then it's like, okay, so you address that. You're heavy, heavy on heavy, the edges. Heavy. Heavy on the edges. You're, you're so, you were already heavy on the interior line to the fact that you were trying to figure out how to get guys like Tristan Hill snaps and, and so forth and so on. So then now you move to the linebacker core. Okay, well, Micah's Micah. Anthony Barr is coming on strong. LVE is playing very, very solid football, despite what the narratives on Twitter might tell you, um, to the point where Jabril Cox is having a hard time, a virtually impossible time getting on the field. And now you're going to throw Damone Clark into that room. He's going to start with special teams, but before the season is over, he's going to look to be a contributor at linebacker. Okay, now you go to the secondary. All right, you lost Jordan Lewis, but I'm confident in Deron Bland. We'll see what Sheffield still has on his tread. You have Kelvin Joseph, Nashawn Wright, your guy, Nashawn Wright. Uh, Anthony Brown is better than most people would give him credit for. Go to the safety unit. I don't even have to... Dissect. You know yep. what you know. You what got it some is. depth there. You know what it is. So I don't have an answer for that because you're with the addition of Hankins. I mean, what you got? I've got an answer. What's your answer, KY? Did, did you have an answer in mind? <laughs> of course I do. You always ask a question with an answer in mind. <laughs> I I would go get a run stopping corner. Oh yeah. Because where's your weakness in terms of stopping the run shown throughout Itch. five of the six games okay. that you've been run on this this year? Okay. Yeah. Do Outside you, the tackles. Go get a guy that can stop the run as a cornerback. I, of course, we can't say names, but there are some really some good defenders on the edge that you could set at cornerback, and then, oh, by the way, they can stop the run there, too. Okay. Without Jordan you Lewis, have a run, have a run do you go, safety. Do you go get a run-stopping corner, or do you ask your corners to be run-stoppers? Because it's just a decision. I like the latter. You think so? It's a de- absolutely it's a I like, decision. I, like I know it is a decision. What you see will, right is Israel Mukwamu. Will they go I like, get it, I like though? the latter. Dono will go. I and like get the latter too. Go, Dono the, goes and gets. If you're asking me if I would rather pay for my coffee or get free coffee, I'm going to take the free coffee, especially if it comes with Miller Lite. Especially <laughs> if it's got Miller Lite, <laughs> especially if it's Black Rifle. But if you if the corners don't have an inability to tackle, if the coffee machine is broken, then what do you do? It's not broken. But is it broken? It just needs to be. Jimmy. That's what I'm getting. That's gotta, what I'm you asking. Got, you got to jiggle the handle. Uh, <laughs> you got to jiggle the handle a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It's just so you're thinking you're saying if if. <laughs> If Dan Quinn and Al Harris had an intervention with Trayvon Diggs and said, you've got to stop the run, dude, you think he would automatically want to want the smoke? Because you've talked about want it before. Want the smoke? No. Need the smoke? Yes. He needs to go be a run-stopping corner. Does Trayvon Diggs need to go do that, though? He's, he's you done just it said at, they he's do. done it at times this year. This but he year. has. He's, he's, in he's his mind. And it helped. In right. his mind. And Absolutely. it helped. He, he acted Jalen Ramsey-ish a number of times this year, and it helped. It's been great. It's been great. So, yes. Every cornerback has the ability to be that guy. It has nothing to do with size. Mm. We just saw how how hard the Detroit was running around hitting people. None of that was based upon size. I'll tell you who that was all. I'll will. tell you who would love the smoke in the run defense game from a cornerback position. Kelvin Joseph, absolutely. Yep. Kelvin Joseph with he absolute. started to show that exactly. You didn't see that last year. So you, you see he that, bring on that physicality team. now. I, I, 
I've seen it now on special teams. Yes, you have. He absolutely can bring okay. that. He okay. can transfer that over to the defensive side of the ball. What was your answer to your own question? Another big boy in the middle. You want another? I want another one. I want another one. I want to discourage teams from running up the middle. I want you to say, crap. We can't go in there. And then you look outside, you say, crap. Michael Parsons over there. Crap. D-Law's over there. Sam Team, Williams. Teams already go, go do it. the second part of that. Absolutely. So I'm saying, so, so when you look outside, you're like, can't go out there. Can't go out there. Okay, well, let's just go straight ahead. Imagine if you couldn't go straight ahead because you can't move them. You're going to have some sets, plenty of sets, where you see Bohanna standing next to Hankins, and that's the oh crap. Yeah. Like, so where are you going to put this? See, but I don't, I don't, think, the other I, I don't think Big Bo's scaring anybody yet. He's, he's capable of making plays. That's because they don't know any better yet. Okay. They better watch okay, the Okay, I'm with you on that. I'm telling you. I'm with you. <laughs> I, want, I want two guys in there that everybody's it. like, ooh, no. I want a five. Yeah, I, want, I, want, I want Tony Saragusa, <laughs> Sam Adams, uh, Haloti Nada. That's what I'm talking about. Rest, like, we are not going in there. Rest in you, peace to the great goose. You, yeah. you want the Tampa Bay front. That's what you want. You want Vita from last Vea year. From and last year. Sue. Yeah, from last year. Yeah. Sue and Vita Vea, both of those guys. One of one of them's a true nose. One of them's a true three technique. And it's just like, oh, oh no. You, you, Where you, do we go? Oh, gosh, there's Devin White. And exactly. These other guys because when you edge. step up to the line of scrimmage as an offensive lineman, if it's a run play, it's called, we lost. We, we're going to lose on one side. Yeah. We're going to lose on one side. Physically, I cannot move that man. Does that is the most discouraging mindset in the world when you have a job to do and you step to the line. I physically can't move this human. <laughs> I just want to know where you're going to put the, the third mammoth human in a situation. Put I mean, him on the line. I, depth. I, I suppose we're talking depth now because again, you're going to see. You don't have a special of, teams problem right now. If you had a special right. teams problem, you're, you're right. you're I would say yeah. I would say I'm with you, right? Yeah. But you don't have a special teams problem because you have linebackers and you have defense alignment. Mm-hmm. Playing on special teams. That's true. So you can add another guy to the defensive front yeah. on your depth chart on the game day roster and still not miss anything special teams wise. That's usually the deciding factor on whether or not you so, put another guy in that position. So here's my question for that. And I'm not adverse to it, but my question would be are you talking about adding a mercenary who's on the street waiting? Or are you talking about giving up another late rounder for somebody? Now, the latter, I don't know that I'm on board with. Because I am. keep in mind, if you. Typically, I typically I would say that. And I, let, let me tell you what I <laughs> scorched earth. Wait, stop. Let me scorched tell you what I stop. <laughs> you know why though? Like, I know you're yeah, about. To, yeah. I know you're about to go. I know you're about to say, "Hold on, let me finish." But listen, yeah. the Rams did what last year? They, they got rid of all their. picks. They got rid of all their big time picks. Yeah. To, to go ensure that they walked away with a ring, correct? Sure. Okay. I would be perfectly fine giving up late round picks. For the Dallas Cowboys right. to go get you that a look. guy who has that one look. job. That look. We need you for one job because what are the percentages, the chances? I don't want to start this conversation yet, but the, everybody knows. What are the chances that you're going to return Dan Quinn next year? Not Thank you very, very much. High. So take it and you freaking go. I think he's back, but that's a different conversation. That's a different conversation, but you freaking go for it. Okay. If you're talking about six, seventh round picks, come on now. Okay. Here, here's how we Do have we have time within the next I know we got to go. We got to balance this because – Typically speaking, you, you shouldn't overvalue your draft picks, especially your late rounders, because we can all agree those are typically flyer picks, okay? And what made it easier for the Rams to do it was because they don't typically draft well, okay? But when you look at a Cowboys team or any club that typically drafts very well, you look at this rookie class, both undrafted and drafted, you have to wonder, now, you got Hankins, fine, you gave up a six, you got a seventh back for Hankins, et cetera, et cetera. Now, if you make another move and you give up another late-round pick, 
that question of did I just give up a Donovan Wilson? Did I just give up an Israel Mukwamu, et cetera, et cetera, that becomes more yeah. pressing. So if you're talking about a mercenary off the street, a proven mercenary, I'm with that. If you're talking about giving up another pick, okay, let's let's kind of be balanced here because you can do what you just did in adding Hankins and help make yourself that much more so of a contender now without mortgaging the future because you might be able to remain a contender for the next several years if you walk the line correctly. My my fan side of me says F the picks. <laughs> yes. Yes, Kyle. Let's, let's go win. It's not even Friday. What I like it. Science. My, my, my draft analyst and my there draft show side says, science. let's hold on to the picks. Yes. So, <laughs> so you split either the way, difference. by that point, we're delirious right. on draft weekend yeah. anyways. And we're like, who Sweet. the heck is Deron Bland? Oh, by the way, he might be your starter this week against that Chicago David offense. Chappelle on Blue Street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> split the difference. Walk let's take a break when we come back we're previewing the cowboys defense versus the chicago offense on talking cowboys when you build you start with the foundation and home ownership is a foundation of a stable future the bank of america community home ownership commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far with up to ten thousand dollars towards your down payment or three percent of the purchase price whichever is less the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America NA, equal housing lender, credit and collateral, subject to approval, restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Little Sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Back to Talking Cowboys. You know what goes great with Black Rifle Coffee, everybody? What's that? 
NFL Plus, because there's a game in the morning this weekend. How about that? (laughs) NFL Plus is here, which means no matter where you are, this is how you football. Get live, local, and primetime regular season and postseason games on your phone or your tablet for game replays and a whole lot more. Go to plus.nfl.com and start your free trial of NFL Plus today. Back here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey-Walker. All right, last week... When we previewed the uh, the the Lions, it was the Lions' defense that you decided to say was garbage. Yeah, yeah, you used the word trash. Yeah, they're trash. Uh, they play hard though. Okay, they did. They played really, really hard. Yeah. What's your initial word if you had to give one word to describe the Bears' offense? What would it be? Justin Fields. I would say Montgomery. they're recyclable. Oh, okay. We're recyclable. We're staying uh, in the same same category. Yeah, same then. category. I'll say they're recyclable simply because of the fact that they have Justin Fields and Justin Fields is reusable. You know, so, you mm-hmm. know, you might he might have a game where he's where he's down and out and you throw him away, but guess what? You can use him for something else. He bounces right back. So you can't just put him aside. He's a, he's a threat. He's not going to light up the stat line, but he can. He's a pest. He's a guy that just doesn't go away. It's like as soon as you think that you have their have them with their backs against the wall. You know, here he goes, freaking taking off and running for a first down. Yeah. As soon as you think that you have a spy on him, he's like, okay, we're not going to stop. We're going to stop him from running now. Then he threatens like he's going to run, and he throws the ball behind your head, right, and moves the chain. So he he does a good job of moving the chains. I think his decision-making compared to last year is so much better in terms of his ability just to move the chains and put his team in position to be have some form of success. Montgomery's not what he has been. His offensive line is not what they what they want them to be. So he's not as much of a threat as he has been in recent years. Um and you know, you got my boy out of UW, you know, Pettis, Dante Pettis, he's pretty much their 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 go juice at the receiver position right now yeah. in terms of their their lightning bolt. So I think you have a handful of guys that you can kind of wrangle, but Ultimately, if you shut down fields, you shut down this entire offense. So rankings-wise, they're 28th in total yardage. They're dead last in passing yards per game, 126 yards per game through the air. They're bottom five in interception rates, sacks allowed, first downs per game, punting average. I'm just even going down the list at this point. Red zone percentage, goal-to-go percentage, they're bottom two in the league, and then they're bottom 10 in points per game with 18 points per game. They are number one in one certain area, though. Mm -hmm. They have the number one rushing offense in the NFL right now, 181 yards per game. That ballooned a little bit because they had plus 220 last week on Monday Night Football against the, the Patriots. But, Patrick, coming off of a short week, what travels? Defense? And the running the football, and the run game, and and when it comes to Justin Fields, um, you know that that's that's my fellow Georgia boy. Um, Hated to see him go to OSU, but he's about to say he he prospered. He prospered, Um, but what hasn't transferred yet to the NFL. side of his equation is the arm that you saw at Ohio State. Uh, and that's for several reasons. Obviously, this is going to be his, his second year, second head coach in, in as many years. Uh, they had some losses on the offensive line, so the protection's not great, whatever the case may be. But he's also thrown six interceptions to five touchdowns. So if you're the Cowboys defense, the formula is no different from that of Jalen Hurts. You want to try to keep him one-dimensional and then shut down that dimension. right? You don't want him figuring out 
how to find his receivers against you because they haven't figured out how to do it all season for the most part. So allow him to be one-dimensional, but shut down that one dimension, and that's why you go and get a guy like Jonathan Hankins. But you got to keep eyes on not only Fields, uh, but we talk about David Montgomery uh, and, and Khalil Herbert. That's another guy who can do some damage out of the backfield as well on the ground for the Chicago Bears. But as an offense on the whole, they're averaging only 18 points per game. Uh, they're not lighting up the scoreboard. Uh, this is a game that you can you know, go in and, and out-physical them and should win rather handily. Mm. Uh, it's if you go in and get out-physicaled is when you will run into a situation like you ran into against Detroit in that you weren't supposed to be as close as you were going into the half, but those guys just mounted up and they were the ones landing the punches. This time around, you need to take the lessons learned from Detroit, from that first half in Detroit, and the second half, and in the second half, you were the one landing them haymakers. If you start doing that early, we've seen situations already with the Justin Fields version of the Chicago Bears where if he starts getting beat up early or if things don't go well, Head starts going down. The chin starts approaching the chest a little bit. He's mm. on the sideline kind of feeling defeated, and then things can unravel from there. Um, so, yeah, you got to attack this Chicago Bears um, running offense early, often, and then defeat them as far as their morals go. Like break their heart in the first quarter, and they'll just basically <laughs> let you have their way over the next three. So are, what kind of run style do they run with? Because I know uh, last two weeks you faced two good running teams. And RPO one was at RPO from Philly. The other one was more downhill from – yeah, Detroit. They're, are they kind of a mixture? Of the they team? are a yeah, mixture of it, and they they don't really run a whole lot of RPO, but they run a lot of zone read and zone sweep. So pretty much where they give him the ability to read the in man on line of scrimmage and either give it or take it, much like Philadelphia, but they yeah. had a passing option off of it, which hints to RPO. Do you think that they could add that into the they fold? They absolutely can. Yeah, and they absolutely will. Especially yeah. <laughs> against the way that Philly put it on tape against they the defense, absolutely right? Absolutely, will steal probably at least 10 to 12 plays from that Philadelphia playbook, and they will put that into the, the script. So the way in which you you prepared for and then the, the film study that you have coming off of Philadelphia, you might want to repeat that because or review that because that's exactly what you're going to face in Justin Fields. And, and I agree. They're, just, they're going to try, they being Chicago, they're going to try to, to use the blueprint um, from the Philly game. But like I've often said, Having the blueprint and having the tools to build off of that blueprint, those are two different things. When you're talking about the Eagles and Justin Fields, you're also talking about Devontae Smith, and you're talking about A.J. Brown, and you're talking about Dallas Goddard. Correct. When you're talking about the Chicago Bears and Justin Fields, you're talking about Darnell Mooney, who has Ooh. no touchdowns through seven games. Now, he was a 1,000-yard receiver in 2021, but he has no touchdowns through seven games. You're talking about Equinamius St. Brown, who has a career high of 328 yards, and he only has one touchdown thus far in 2022. The weapons don't equate. Are you saying this uh, this offense is trash? Is that what you're saying? Am I hearing that correctly They're passing. The their passing attack is garbage. Mm. Their, their passing attack is garbage. Nothing. They're, yeah, I so not concerned with the passing attack. The run offense, though, that's not garbage. Like that, that's, that's something to be threat. concerned about. That is a very real threat. Okay, absolutely. But uh, and it's not just, just Montgomery the too. Air. Yeah, no. They've no. got multiple guys that can run the football, right? Yeah, yeah Khalil Herbert. Herbert's leading the the team in rushing yeah. right now. Yeah. So the rushing attack is legit. Passing though, uh, that's septic tank. Like th this is a perfect <laughs> opportunity. And here's your segue, Kyle. Perfect opportunity to figure out the cornerback situation mm. outside of Jordan Lewis being lost. Here, here, here you go. Here you go. So, with that being said, and with the lack of threats on the outside, is there a potential that we spread these snaps out within these young quarterbacks 
working into this ball game. We're going to answer that question when we come back on the other side of the break. Here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. Lil Sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Lil Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Miller Lite is proud to bring you Q Barbecue Fest, Dallas, located at the Miller Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium. Join your Cowboys from November 4th through the 6th for some of the best barbecue in the whole country. Mm. Get your tickets today at SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. You think they'll have some corn for me? Yes, Good. I think they'll have some corn for you. Season. I bet you they've got some like sweet yeah. potato, too. Mm. They've probably got some casseroles mm. pop around there. Wait, somewhere. but will it be sweet potato casserole? Maybe. That's, no, no, you can put that on the grill. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, you can, but nobody does what? that. But the sides are just, they're, they're well, just as queso. big of a thing. Smoke queso. Give me your corn. Mm. Yeah, problem is that Cook smoke queso, they probably put meat hey, in it. For all yeah. those that like yeah. to fire up the grill, it's about time you get that grill fired up. Because in about four weeks, it's about to be a no-go. It's about to go down. Yeah. Yeah, no. Time to get that thing fired up. I thought, about that, up. Too. I thought that, about that, too. Get them to... grates, get the whole thing, get the liner cleaned out, all that. Last I'm night, I, I grilled I grilled on the stovetop just because I was lazy and I didn't want to get the grill going and stuff. 
And I was sitting there. I was like, man, why am I so lazy? I'm never going to get to use that grill starting in like three weeks. Like, right. there's no way. Yeah, that's what you I was do like, it. I should have just done it. Yeah, Thanksgiving, that's when you fire some, it up. Yeah, I'm going uh, to get some steaks or something. Okay. Treat treat the fiance. We need a steak sponsor. I like that idea. Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey, Walker, Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeoman's final segment here of Talking Cowboys. Continuing to preview the Cowboys defense and that Chicago offense. So we've established the run game is there. We've established they're going to do some different things, probably than they've done on tape at different points throughout the season. Mm-hmm. But with there being such a low threat on the outside from a passing game, the number 32 ranked offense out of 32 in terms of throwing the football, right? is this the perfect situation, Isaiah, to mix in Nation Wright, Kelvin Joseph, Deron Bland, and give them an even snap count to try and see who is best suited to replace Jordan Lewis moving forward. You want to see you want to see them get their feet wet. Absolutely. Put their toe in the water. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, no cannonballs. Yeah, I'm with you. I think this is a perfect game to do so. I, I honestly think any game is a perfect game to do so unless you're playing, you know, one of those elite offenses. <laughs> then that's probably not the game you want to do it. But, you know, this is a perfect scenario for these guys to come in and get some reps and get some confidence, get some good game films so that the coaches can review it and see exactly what situations, who's better situationally, um, you know, so that they so Dan Quinn knows where to plug and play guys. I mean, it's been a while since some of these guys have been in that position. You know, preseason is preseason, but that was weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That was weeks ago. Right. Uh, so now, you know, these guys get to get out here and compete, and I couldn't be more excited for them. So, I, I will actually say, let's go ahead and do full cannonball. So oh. this cannonball, oh. this, you might as well, because what you, what you want to do is use a situation where we're talking about, you know, you're not, uh, and all due respect to these guys, but Daryl Mooney's not, Shaking, not making you shake in your boots. St. Brown's not making you shake in your boots. Cole Komet's not making you shake in your boots. 32nd ranked passing offense. So what you want to do is get these young guys, Kelvin Joseph, Nashawn Wright, De'Ron Bland, uh, and maybe, I don't know that they're going to call up Sheffield, but nonetheless, get these guys as many reps as possible because you want to try to use this and the bye week to sort this out before you face Aaron Rodgers. And we know Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers and that offense is struggling, but I don't care how much that, that offense is struggling. I never want Aaron Rodgers versus a completely green cornerback. And if you have more than one completely green cornerback, you're really setting yourself up for a potential disaster. So going against the Bears offense, personnel-wise, personnel versus personnel, it's perfect. And going into a bye week, I, do it. Full cannonball. No toe in the water. Just go so full you're cannonball. saying uh, by toe in the water, I think it was basically – Splitting it evenly. Mm-hmm. You don't want it split evenly. You want whoever's going to be in that job moving forward to be in that job this week. Oh no, no. What I mean, I'm splitting even. He's okay. about throwing them. He wants to throw both of them into yeah, the that, wolves. That's what I'm saying. Don't I'm okay with that. That's what I'm saying. I'm cool with that. That makes no. I mean, either way, as long as they're getting snaps, I'm happy. They're I right. want all three of those guys to get right. defensive snaps, not special teams. Because here's my thing. I feel like we. And we'll learn more, obviously, as, as his career goes along and as his season goes along. I believe that we are confident enough in what Deron Bland can bring. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, yeah. At, at the moment. So I will say this doesn't necessarily have to be a you know ninety five percent snap game, defensive snap game for Deron Bland. I'm fine if you make it a 50% snap game for Deron Bland and then you use the rest to kind of change personnel groupings and say, mm. okay, now let's try Anthony Brown here in the, the nickel and Kelvin, yeah. you go out and you get, you know, Kelvin Kelvin 10 snaps and then you say, okay, Kelvin, now you sit, Anthony, you stay in the nickel, but hey, Nashawn, now you go out. And then you kind of, hey, cannonball, have your fun, have <laughs> your fun. 
This was a mailbag question, so if you want to read more on on the answers to that, I I had a mailbag answer. Yeah, Uh, I I didn't mean for that to happen, but it is a conversation right now. You 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 brought something up that kind of put my antennas up, Isaiah. Okay, get your antennas up. You said you said not against one of those elite offenses. Mm. You're okay with it not being against an elite offense. Mm -hmm. When's the next elite offense on the schedule? I'll run it down for you. Tell me yes or no. Do you think they're elite? And I think this first one after the Bears is interesting. Packers. Right now, no. I I agree. I don't think so. No. What is what is that time? Is that a timing warning to get off the air? I think that was your intent. No, that was your intent. Oh, okay. I like it. Good. Uh, Minnesota Vikings are they elite? The receivers are. I would agree with that. Thielen and and uh, Jefferson. Jefferson? Yeah. 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 Did you say Thielen? It's actually how you say it, by the way. Is it Thielen? Nope. He's never corrected anybody. I met his cousin the other wow. day. This is breaking news, by the way. I'm talking Cowboys. It is breaking news. I'm I, talking I met Cowboys. his cousin the other day. His cousin plays for ACU, and I called their game, and I got a chance to talk with a couple players prior to the game. And he said, uh, I, I said, so Thielen, I was like, are you are you related to Adam? He's like, yeah, he's my cousin. He's like, actually, by the way, it's Thielen. By, like, and, and on the pronunciation guide, T-E-E, capital T-E-E, dash Lynn, L-E-N, wow. lowercase wow. N, Thielen. Wow. And he's like, that's actually how you say it. We just never have corrected anybody with him. Well, okay then. So how about that? Uh, you hear that, ESPN? Yeah. You hear that, NFL Network? <laughs> go, go, go check with Adam. Go figure it out. Uh, I'll call him Thielen because that's what all the pronunciation guys did, uh, did say, but I, I did let that one slip because that's how I'll call him off the air. New York Giants? No, elite offense? No. Uh, no. Elite caller, but not, not okay. offense. Dable? Uh, Indianapolis, definitely nope. not. Not right now. Texans, nope. Nope. Jacksonville, Jacksonville, nope. Getting better. Philadelphia at the end, nope. I mm. still say no. Don't I do, still do say no. I think I would say yes don't in that regard. Nope. Don't do this. Tennessee nope. in week seventeen, no, not passing. And then Washington at the end, no. So you've got Minnesota, Philly, and then a maybe on Green Bay and Tennessee, depending on how they play. That's about that's the elite offenses that you've got coming up for this defense that is no doubt unbelievably elite. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good odds in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty fun. Yeah, it's a good way to wrap up the show, right? Yeah. Listen, How about that? Go get them. <laughs> I mean, I, I, there is no other way for me to say it. Is just just absolutely pin your ears back and go get these. Go get it against these offenses, um, like like we're talking about, and obviously it can change on any given Sunday, Monday, Thursday, whenever you're playing. But this defensive personnel set led by this defensive coordinator going against the offenses you just listed, the the most dangerous one as far as the ability to both run and pass is going to be the Minnesota Vikings. But outside of that, everyone can be had more easily. All you need is Dak Prescott and this Cowboys offense to find their stride. And if mm. that happens, and I believe it will happen before the season is out, and what better time than November, December, which then gives you the momentum going into January. So we talked about it before. You'd rather have your hiccups and, and your your biggest adversities in the front half of the season. The Cowboys did. They're, they're getting healthier, and they're making yeah. Jonathan Hankins-level trades. Mm. Right? <laughs> and they're going to they're gonna lose games. It's going to happen. Fact, You're not going to go 15-2. That's not happening. For Cowboys fans out there, despite how the matchups look on paper right this second, but you still got a chance to win a lot of games. You I got a chance to make some five, So I got them losing three more. Got yeah, to find it the, somewhere. Got to tune into the show to find out where the other three come from. Mm. Mm. 
Patrick Nosey, Walker, Isaiah Stanback, Chris Beam in the back. I'm Kyle Yeoman. Thanks so much for joining us here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. We will be back tomorrow to break down the Cowboys' offense versus the Bears' defense. We'll see what Isaiah thinks about that matchup and how Patrick and I can debate it moving forward. That does it for us. We'll see you tomorrow with more Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!